to the Core Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Banks, a mindset and positive psychology coach. On this podcast, we discuss all things related to creating happiness from within. So let's do it. Welcome. So we are in February, a month that is considered the month of love, mainly because of Valentine's Day. And whether you think it's a commercialized holiday or not, There are some people who can feel lonely around this time of year, and I really want to focus on self-love on this episode, but before we can get into self-love, we first have to talk about self-worth. So this episode will focus on self-worth, and I want to define self-worth and then talk through a couple of ways that we can increase our own self-worth. Self-worth is about believing that we have value as a people. It's not about comparing ourselves to other. It's the belief in our overall intrinsic value as human beings. Now, think about that. Our value as human beings. So we all have value. The problem is, in today's world, we have social media, we have photoshopped images, we have filters, we have so many unrealistic expectations where things are supposed to appear perfect And there's no such thing as perfection. We all know that. We were raised hearing that there's no such thing as perfection. But yet subconsciously, we all strive for perfection. I mean, if you think about it, that's why Photoshop exists. It's why filters exist. But those things are not living in reality. And it becomes a little bit dangerous, especially when it comes to how people are defining self-worth, which is through comparison. But self-worth is not about comparisons. It's about our value as human beings. You have a value as a human being. I have value as a human being. We all have value. Why else will we be here? There are a lot of times where you feel like, okay, well, if I can succeed with A, B, and C, then I have value as a person. If this person loves me, I have value. If this group accepts me, I have value. If I fail at X, Y, and Z, I'm worthless. If this person doesn't love me, I'm worthless. If this group doesn't accept me, I'm worthless. I'm sure you can relate. I know I myself even fall into this, but none of that is true. And that's not the way to define self-worth. So happiness is elusive without a sense of self-worth. Nobody's perfect. We all have flaws all of us. We all have faults. Take a minute and think about someone that you know that you absolutely love or care a great deal for. So a best friend, a family member, maybe even a coworker or childhood friend, or maybe even a teacher, just somebody you have a great deal of respect for, admire, love. Think about that person. Now, that person has faults and flaws, but that doesn't stop you from loving them or admiring them or caring about them. So when we think about ourselves, why are we so hard and negative on ourselves? Why can't we treat ourselves the way we would treat that person? If you think about that person, you love and admire and respect them because of all the positive reasons. But yet, when we look inward, we usually go straight to the negative as reasons not to love and respect ourselves right? And that's 
what I want to talk about. Because it's important to treat ourselves in that same way. And that can be difficult to go easy on yourself, but little steps at a time, right? Super simple goals and practice leads to progress. So I'm going to talk through a couple of ways to increase self-worth. And even if you have an abundance of self-worth and you're like, I am good, I love myself, I know my words, fantastic. These things still can apply. If you're like, yeah, I could use a little boost in the self-worth, self-esteem department, great, give these things a try. The first one that I suggest is give yourself a break. Number one, probably the biggest one, give yourself a break. Forgive yourself. You may have guilt and resentment towards yourself that you've been carrying around for years. It could be I don't know, something that stemmed from childhood and then it's gone through adolescence to adulthood. But regardless of what it is, remember that you can't live in the past. If it's something that you regret doing, work on giving yourself a break and just vow to do better moving forward. But forgive yourself. Forgive whatever needs to be forgiven in the past, no matter the greatest hurt, because you cannot carry that with you. If you carry it with you, it prevents you from moving forward. So forgive, whether that's others or yourselves, and vow to move forward. Another thing that we can do is achieve some goals. I'm not talking the big goals. Big goals are great to have, but I'm talking about the little goals, the small goals, the goals that are instantly achievable, instantly attainable, and realistic. It can be super small, like your daily to-do checklist is what I'm talking about. Small goals that you can check off almost every day that make you feel productive. I know for me, one of the best feelings in the world is going through my to-do list every day and being able to check stuff off. Feeling productive makes me feel empowered. Feeling productive makes me feel like I've accomplished things, like I'm kicking butt. It just makes me feel good. But that's what goals do. Accomplishing goals is known to increase confidence, which then increases your sense of self-worth. Another thing you can do, define your values and live by them. This can be super simple. This can be just deciding what's important and unimportant to you. What matters to you and what does not matter to you. Once you decide whatever it is that matters to you and what you consider important, live by that. Once you've established those values, if you live by those values, you will feel more in alignment in your daily life. Most people need to take time to define their values because in all honesty, especially in today's world where we're being pulled in so many different directions, we're wearing so many different hats, we're constantly expected to be available or you know, we're constantly doing so many different things and around so many different people, we lose sight of what our original values were. Sometimes our values become that of the social group we're working with, or sometimes our values become that of the friends we hang around. Sometimes our values become that of our parents. So regardless of what it is, it's important to take time for yourself just to remember what your values are. What do you find important? What do you value? Once you have that list, write it down whether it's in the phone or a piece of paper, but write it down because 
when you have those moments of having to make a decision or is this really what I want to do? When you have those moments, you can always go back to that list and it will be very clear. Like, nope, that does not align with my values now. Which brings me to the next point of setting boundaries. Once you have those values, set boundaries and enforce them. Doing things that don't align with your values drain your energy. And when you feel drained, that decreases your self-worth. That negativity starts, it becomes a whole spiral. Decide what you consider reasonable behavior of yourself and others, and then enforce it. And this may be difficult at first. It can be a little complex at first, especially when people are not used to you having boundaries or enforcing boundaries or saying no. But I promise, if you stick with it, you will soon reap the benefits and it will soon feel so good and you won't feel drained because you're protecting what's important to you. The next one is to be willing to make changes in life. So the same thing with setting boundaries, like that may be a change for some people. And again, some people may not respond well to you having boundaries, but that's okay. That's part of change. And a lot of people don't like change. You may not even like change. I know a lot of people don't like change. A lot of people consider change to be scary. They consider change scary because of the fear of the unknown. But here's what I say to that. Doing what got you to where you are is not going to get you where you want to be. So I'll repeat that because I think that's the one thing I hear more than anything. It's like, oh gosh, change. I don't know. I don't like change. Change makes me uncomfortable. But doing what got you to where you are is not going to get you where you want to be. You'll need to make some changes to move forward in life. You'll need to change your thinking. You'll need to reframe your mindset. And if you're trying to just adjust the overall quality of life, there are going to be changes around the way. So instead of thinking of change as a scary thing, this unknown thing to fear, think of it instead as an opportunity for anything you wish to happen. It doesn't have to be scary. It could be exciting. If I think about all the things that I want to accomplish and I think about them as possibilities, that's exciting. I don't want to fear that. That's exciting. I welcome it. So the next thing is very similar to how setting goals and accomplishing those goals can increase confidence. Conquering fears can also increase confidence. In general, fear often creates limiting beliefs of ourselves. So if we start trying to conquer those fears and overcome those fears, even just small ones, overcoming fears can truly make us feel like, wow, I just did that. I was fearful of that and I did it anyway. Or maybe you might even say, maybe I wasn't so scared of that. that I had no reason to be scared of that. I'm awesome. I'm a rock star because you are a rock star. Conquering fears will increase your confidence, which will then increase how you view yourself. So the next one is to minimize time around people with negative energy. If you have a family member or friend or acquaintance or coworker that drags you down or someone who criticizes you or makes you feel bad about yourself, think about spending less time around them or letting them go altogether. It doesn't have to be super drastic. You don't have to cut them out of your life. But going back to those boundaries, decide what is acceptable from them. How much is enough? How much is too much? Set that boundary and enforce it. Because that negative energy, once again, creates a whole spiral. And we want to try to minimize that as much as possible in our lives. Not saying to go all the way to toxic positivity, but just minimizing some negativity is extremely helpful. 
And the last one is to help others or volunteer. Spending your time in a valuable or selfless way quickly raises your opinion about yourself. So think about helping a friend or someone you don't know, even a stranger, smiling to a stranger. You know, you never know what somebody is going through. And sometimes just smiling and being nice or kind to a stranger may make their day. Sure, don't stare at them because obviously they'll think something's going wrong and they may be <laughs> scared of you. But just being nice. Hold the door open for people. Say thank you. If somebody's talking to you, smile. It's very small things that actually may make somebody's day because you never know what somebody's going through. They may be going through a horrible day and you being nice to them, a random stranger who doesn't know them, may make their day. Maybe they're going around thinking, gosh, society is hopeless. And then here you come with your kindness and your generosity and your smiling and the faith is restored. They feel hopeful again. You never know. So you can help others just by being kind and nice. We all need more of that in today's world. Now, I don't usually do this, but in this podcast, I want to include an affirmation because I really want this to sink in. So as we drop into this affirmation, if you are driving, please continue to do so. Keep your eyes on the road. Otherwise, if you are able to, please close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. Deep breath out. Inhale. Exhale. One more time. Inhale. Deep breath in. Exhale. And repeat after me. I am worthy just as I am. I am worthy just as I am. I am worthy just as I am. Let them sink in. I am worthy just as I am. One more time. I am worthy just as I am. And I want you to repeat this to yourself throughout the week. You can do it in the morning as you're getting ready. I like to do it looking in the mirror. I also do it at night before I fall asleep, just laying in bed. I like to repeat affirmations while I'm drifting off to sleep. But just repeat it throughout the week. Let it sink in. Try to feel it and accept it. What I want everyone to take away from this podcast is we are all different for a reason. We all have value. We are all important. So this upcoming Valentine's Day, or if you're listening to this after Valentine's Day, you can do this anytime. Focus that love inward because when we think negatively about ourselves, we lower our confidence and our expectations. And when that happens, we can begin to look for reasons to support those negative thoughts. And this is the ultimate in self-defeating behaviors. Understand that our feelings of self-worth influence our ability to be happy and prosperous. 
Be proud of who you are. Focus that love inward and find reasons to be proud of who you are. Because how you talk to yourself is how you train others to talk to you. How you treat yourself is how you train others to treat you. And how you love yourself is how you train others to love you. So that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you will join me next time where we will talk about self-care and what it means and how to go about it. And I promise it's much easier than you're probably thinking it is. So I hope you'll join me for the next episode. I thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to rate it or leave a review. If you have any thoughts or questions, I would love to hear from you. You can email podcast at corehappiness.com. For show notes and additional resources, you can visit www.corehappiness.com. As always, please remember, never let anyone diminish your light. Until next time, sending you my love.